What's up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Period. So anyway, we're going to address the elephant in the room. Just kidding. Ain't no elephant because I don't live in no zoo. But (laughs) we had a whole episode recorded for y'all last week. And then the devil tried to steal our joy. Hallelujah. I mean, I was sad, but I mean, it is what it is. I understand stuff happens, but that was just. So unfortunately, I'm saying. I know. That's what happened when you record while you also working. Whoops. Period. And then, <laughs> little girl be selling Instagram. And, and period. And I mean it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. You be sending me her darn video. That's the one who was selling the lip gloss. Okay, so first things first, I want to give some updates, I guess you could say. Just some stuff maybe we, uh, well, my update last week was just about, um, John Lewis, I just want to send him, you know, an RIP to him and also my gratitude for all that he has done for the black community. You will never, ever, ever be forgotten. That's on period. Okay, period. And I mean it. Um, so I have a question for you. What, um, so now that we have both received our Fenty Skin um, order, okay. what, are your, what are your thoughts? So here's the thing. So I am a person who is really big on skincare. I spend hundreds of dollars on skincare. I think that anybody who follows me on social media knows that. So with um, Fenty Skin, I will say that um, I think that what she was trying to do with it is make something that is um, good for all skin types and also multi-purpose looks. Um I mean, not multi-purpose looks, but multi-purpose uses. Mm-hmm. So, um, I honestly think that she should have just stuck to the game plan and just did, um, you know, like, especially for the fat water, even though that is my favorite part of it. The fat water, I personally like toner where I can pour mm-hmm. on a cotton pad and see the dirt come off of my skin. Like, I get joy from doing it. So I don't, I don't like the fact that it's a serum and a toner in one however what i've done is i just incorporated my natural my normal skin routine and then use that as well so i'll use my own like witch hazel and then put that on top um with the cleanser um i understand that it is a makeup remover and a facial cleanser which i you know that's cool i don't mind that but um i do like my facial cleansers more frothy and lathery me too. Um, it, it wasn't bad though. It does that a little bit, but I do like it more frothy because I feel like it is. Um, it makes my skin feel clean. I don't know if y'all familiar with the at Mac. They have a a, a cleanser called Lightful Seat, and it's frothy and this shit is bomb. Like I honestly need to buy another one. I haven't used it in years because I've been trying other stuff, but that stuff used to be bomb. And um, I, SPF is just SPF. I mean, honestly. I do require, for me personally, I like a stronger SPF than 30. I would rather do a 50, but um, if you've had experience with SPF or any type of sunscreen, you know that it leaves like a white cast on your face, um, which I hate. And uh, I used to put it on anyway just because I know I needed sunscreen because I have tattoos on my face and my arms and stuff. So I put sunscreen on a lot because I don't want my tattoos to fade. But... Um, I like that it go. It turns invisible real quick. I mean, it's simple for the price point. I think it definitely is very simple because it's like 
25 25 and then whatever, you know, for the prices. So I, I feel like the price is worth it. If you're looking for something life-changing, this is not it. This is literally just something to add to your everyday routine. You know, I don't know. I like it. I'm going to keep it, but I just, I, I understand if you don't like it. I understand why. Yeah. So I didn't, honestly, I didn't like any of it. <laughs> just to be totally honest. So um, number one, it was a little pricey to me. Um, So over the past year I have been able to identify like which products really work for my skin and they don't cost nearly as much as what this costed now obviously I do consider Fenty a premium brand and so I will you know if I like something enough I will pay more for it you know what I'm saying just because I really like it um so similar to what you said I didn't like that the face wash didn't get sudsy it's just some satisfaction with that it makes me really feel clean when I take makeup off I try to, um, I use wipes first. I just like, to me, it just gets a better deep clean out of it. And same for like what you said with the toner. I like to wipe my toner with a cotton ball and see the dirt come off. With this, I feel like it just kind of lets it lay on my face. So if I didn't get it out with the face wash, then it's just going to be there for life. And then lastly, the um, the moisturizer with the, with the um, sunscreen, uh, it just, that and the face wash just had too much of a perfumey smell. And that doesn't make me feel clean or safe, so. Yeah. I did break out like the next day, which is not really abnormal for me when I try new products, but I just didn't like, like walking around with it. The only th- I will say that once the um moisturizer like dried up, my face felt really soft, which is opposite of what I use. I use puns, which is very creamy and thick, but I don't have a problem with that because it makes my face look all glossy all day. But it just, I just wasn't, I can't lie. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. um, The fat water is my favorite part of it. Um, and that's because I feel like I will use it more so for the serum part of it okay. uh, because of how, because of the feel of it, it makes my skin feel really soft. Um, and it did say it was pore refining, which I can see that too, honestly, because when I was using it, like my skin was really soft and I didn't really see any pores, even though I don't really have any. Yeah. I never had a pore issue. I have, I, I definitely had, have had pore issues in the past, but um, I just like how it feels like it makes my skin feel real hydrated, which I really love that. And then I feel like the moisturizer used with that tones down some of that oil because once I put it on, it, it didn't mattify it, but it definitely toned it down to more like a satin finish. So I really like that. I've been using it. Uh, I didn't use it today. I use I use my regular um, Urban Skin RX. I, I, it makes my skin feel clean. Yeah. So, oh, and that and even with Urban Skin, it has that smell that, but it's not perfume. It's like a, a more like natural. Yeah. I don't mind the smell though from Fenty because I've had stuff that have like a little scent to it. Um, my, as far as my skincare, so I don't mind it, but it's I get it. Yeah, oh well. You know, I still support Rihanna. And honestly, if she comes out with a line that's more tailored to people with dry skin, I'll try it again. Like, it's no it's no tea. I mean, it's no shade. <laughs> I have a couple of talking points that I have in my show notes today. And it's just stuff that kind of have occurred over the time from, honestly, before the last episode was recorded and up until today. So I thought we just, you know, have some chitter chatter on what's going on in pop culture. Okay, culture. come on, E. Come on, E. Culture. Um, one thing I do want to say is welcome to all of our new listeners. We definitely got a lot of new listeners from our last episode and we got some new reviews, which I am highly and forever grateful for. So thank y'all. Thank y'all or whatever. Hope that y'all were able to go back and listen to previously recorded episodes until today. I mean, yeah, well, until this episode has come out and I hope you like it and I hope you stay. And if you don't stay, I'm going to find you and God sees all.
Okay. Why are you okay. gotta take so far, man? <laughs> okay, so no, this was something that was on the timeline last week, and it was really frustrating me because I feel like when people have these Twitter debates, there is no right or wrong answer, right? I mean, it can be, but a lot of times it all is like dependent Opinion. upon other things. Exactly. Yeah. So the topic at hand was splitting a vacation. Basically, girls was like, I ain't splitting no vacation, or I ain't doing this. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to split a vacation. I, you know, so first of all, there was one person who said that um that basically, oh, a trip to this place and back for two people only cost like a thousand dollars. So you what you really saying is you broke, sir. Like saying the dude don't want to split the trip because he broke. Okay. This is my my take. Okay, so if I don't know a guy that well, or if we're just getting to know each other, I don't know if I'd be okay with splitting the trip. I think that's my first perception on that. So, um, for example, I have been in relationships for maybe less than a year, year and a half, and I think that um, maybe towards the two year mark. Okay, let me let me try to reword how I'm saying this. It just depends on where you are in a relationship, right? Yeah, like. I agree. If, if you just met a dude and y'all been talking for maybe a couple months and he you want to go somewhere, my personal opinion is I'm not splitting the trip. I just think that that kind of sets the tone when you do stuff like that early in the relationship on how things will go later on. Like I've been, I've talked to dudes before who gave me broke boy vibes. And if we split a dinner or a date or whatever the case is early on, I already know what it's given for the rest of the relationship. That's just it's what it is. Now for yeah. me and myself and my relationship, we split trips, but it's a whole lot of stuff that I'd never pay for. All the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and I know. <laughs> so, I know. I, I I always call you out on your um on your boyfriend being a black king because when I tell you, <laughs> you are you are well taken care of. Okay. <laughs> and so for me, it's just not to me splitting a trip is something. So number one, there's two two things to this, and this might be TMI, but we have a joint credit card, and so with our credit card, we accumulate points that can be redeemed towards travel. So really, neither of us pay for the trip because we get points based off the stuff that we spend. So anyway, but the, whenever we have a balance on the trip, I mean, maybe like $500 or whatever the case is, we'll just split it. And to me, it's just not even that deep because I want to go just like he want to go. But when we go, he pay for dinner. He'll buy me. You know, so it's just not that deep. But I do think there are different types of women with different types of demands, which is why I can't be mad at somebody who, for, for feeling like a dude is broke because they want to split a trip. Because there's a lot of dudes out here that might want to, they want to split, split a trip under the guise of, I want to see what she about, but they really are broke. But I think that when you have a real man, <laughs> it's just it's different. That's why a lot of these conversations I can't even hop in because to them it's like, oh, you think he, you think he a good man? I'm like, no, listen. Oh my god! <laughs> but you know, and that's why I don't like having these Twitter debates. I think it's entertaining, but sometimes people be so out. I just feel like it's not fair to expect to me. Okay, number one. I have always been extremely independent. So to me, it's satisfying to get my own stuff. A lot of girls, you know, they want somebody to buy them a car, pay their bills, pay their rent, which is fine. I would, hey, I would love to have my bills taken care of, but I love where I love working and I love making money. And so me buying it, like buying my own home or paying my mortgage made me feel good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So to each their own, but I just wanted to share my little opinion on that because me and my man, we're going to split a trip, baby. But I promise you, he probably paid for me to get my hair done. Um, <laughs> you, know, yes. you know, I'm just saying. So it's just I like. It. <laughs> so I think that. No, for real. Honestly, I was just going to piggyback off of what you said, though, honestly. So with me, it's different. Obviously, I'm in a um, gay relationship. I will be in a gay relationship meaning two guys. So. At the end of the day, <laughs> that what that means. <laughs> I, some just in case somebody didn't know. Um, so realistically, with stuff like that, I feel as if um, 
we're both men and we both need to just handle our weight. Now, if it comes to something like if we've been dating for years and this is a gift, like if I'm taking you on a trip for your birthday, I understand if I paid for the trip or if he paid for the trip. I understand that because it'll be a gift. Right. But if y'all just decide to go to Hawaii or something, I don't see the big deal about y'all splitting the trip you know what i'm saying so with that being said like when it comes to a woman and a man i think what happens is this is another instance to where social media has ruined people's thought process so they see these things where like guys are showing off buying their girlfriends cars and birkin bags and all this other stuff and then of course you're gonna sit back and be like oh damn this is how life is supposed to be. My man supposed to be buying me shoes, clothes, cars, and, and Birkin bags and all this other stuff just so I can kind of show it off on social media. Like, aha, da, 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 you know, whatever the case may be. Um, no, that ain't how the real life goes. I mean, if you really look at like the per- the average person who lives everyday day life, they don't live like that. I mean, exactly. Realistically- and it's not impossible to find that, but you can't just be having those kind of demands for e- for the everyday guy, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of it, um, messes me up too sometimes in relationships because guys feel like when I when you know, we approach each other or however the case may go, um that they have to have everything together as far as like they got to have money to do this and do that. If I do play around, I mean, I listen to city girls. So of course I play around and say some stuff sometimes, but I don't expect people to do that because at the end of the day, I can hold my own weight. Like if I want something or if I want something done, it's going to be done. Like, I don't yeah. care how long it'll take me, but I definitely will have it. It's no shade. So I don't need, I don't need anything from you, but I think I do. I would want to build something with somebody. So with that being said, everything has to be 50-50. Not even just materialistic stuff or trips or whatever, but we just have to come equally. Yo, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. I don't want to, I never want to be in this. I don't know about nobody else, but I used to be broken one point in life. And one thing that really bothers me, and it still bothers me to this day, is to ever fix my mouth to ask somebody for something, um, whether it's a boyfriend, a friend, anybody, I don't like that. So I would rather be the type of person where I'll handle it myself. If you want to help me on it, or if you want to offer some help, that's cool. But I just can't fix my mouth to it. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. And I, and like I said, I think it just comes with having a mature partner because think about it, and this that is not too. this not me picking sides or taking the side of a man. But what it seems, it's like, so this dude supposed to just break bread on every single woman he date. That's how dudes end up getting used. So it's like, is it yeah. fair for me to expect him to be cash now? And we just met, and maybe he is that type of guy, but I know my man ain't broke. And so I can't even be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they, a lot of them be like, oh, he a broke dude, da, 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 da. but I, I just be, it's just interesting to me that people have those demands, but everybody comes up differently. They have different expectations. I don't, I just, I want a good man who I know will take care of me and, if, if, if splitting a trip is is a make or break, then we should have never been together. Because to me, it's not yeah, even. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I'm gonna keep splitting trips, and y'all gonna keep waiting on somebody who's gonna finally pay for a trip. Let me know how that go. <laughs> okay, you say so too far. <laughs> also, y'all be getting these cars from these dudes that they be putting in their name. So when y'all break up, they take it back. Oh, let just me to look. Just to let you know. Y'all getting stuff bought for y'all from these dudes is definitely bought in their name. So when y'all break up, they definitely can take it back if they want to. Right. You know, it's so funny. And this, I'm going to speak on this briefly because I am writing an episode around this. But a lot of people was talking junk about Ari getting that um, Lambo truck from Moneybag. Y'all talking about, oh, he probably leased it. 
if y'all knew better, y'all would lease the car too. And that's oh. just on and that's on period anyway. So anyway, so my next question is it's gonna be like a little like a little one off. But have you ever bought like fake designer before? Um, I I don't I never bought fake designer, but I I know you remember when we was in high school. Yeah. Okay, I tell people about this all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, because I really have a problem with fake stuff. Like I really do, because I and it's not even that it's fake. Because I understand like what what people do with their money is their business. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think that what happens what happened with Atlanta <laughs> at the moment is that Atlanta is so materialistic that. Sometimes it does rub off on me just because I'm around these type of people who accumulate these type of things that, you know what I'm saying? This is a part of my job, but Mm -hmm. sometimes I find myself like wandering off on these websites to be like, Oh, I can afford this. Maybe I should get it. But then I'm like, Oh, but, um, in high school, me and Alicia used to. Okay. First you discovered this place first. So make sure they know that. Okay, and I stumbled across it. It ain't like I just, I just. Okay, but not me and Alicia. Like we didn't just find okay, it you together. Stuff from there too, so it don't matter. Okay, it do matter because I ain't know. Anyway, anywho, it's triggering. It used to be this uh, street term called the spot back in the day. Um, it's still, oh, it's still a term today. <laughs> it was a street term called the spot. So like, you would go to the spot to get all the shoes and they would be like for a low price so like for back to school we i would just have like four or five pair of shoes to go back to school because we was a spot and the jordans that that to dd's be- fashions you need to get it right that was the name of it oh i ain't i didn't know the name of it but i i just i said the spot that, we got to it they just take a take a little pressure off of it yeah thought it was a but boutique. i ended up i ended up getting and the thing about it is, I had real Jordans. Like I had. Me too. We all did. But it was a simple fact that I can go in because I didn't even know that fake Jordans existed at that time. So I was like, "Oh damn!" Mm-hmm. So I was getting like sixty dollars J's. I would get three, mm-hmm. four pairs when I went to school. Like it was. Um, oh my goodness! It was just a mess. So that's probably the only thing. It took me a minute to realize they were fake because after a while they would start being flat, like the bottom part would be flat. <laughs> and you ain't warm but one time. <laughs> yeah, and they would be folding up. So I'm like, oh hell no. Nah. Like I used to and from that moment I was able to just clock everybody's shoes that was me fake. Like I would too. I can look at some shoes and be like, oh the way them motherfuckers bending up. Fake. Let me tell you. Okay, so let me share my perspective on that. Okay, so yes, we went to the spot. You know, it never hit me that this stuff was fake. And like you said, I knew stuff was fake, but to me, it was fake if you got it from the flea market. I didn't know that people outside the flea market was selling fake stuff. So it didn't even yeah. hit me. And I remember when we went, you remember I used to want them sevens? You probably don't remember, but it was these yellow, black, and white sevens I used to want so yeah, bad. Yeah. And we went in there and I was like, you got them sevens? She was like, we're getting them soon. I'm thinking in my head, getting them soon? They usually be sold out. But okay, I'll wait for them. But I had got some F01s out of there. And I remember this dude in my class at, in school, I think it was, um, I ain't gonna say his name, hold on. I think it was Joe. And he was like, hey, why your um, F01s look like that? I'm just saying, they don't normally look like, he really was roasting me. And I was so, I was so embarrassed because it wasn't until that moment that I realized that they was bubbling up. I mean, they not bubbling up. They, they were fake. Now, mind you, I had on put so many people on, so many of my friends onto that spot. They don't want to got baby fat outfits. Air Force Ones. <laughs> and Air Force Ones was bubbling up, but not mine. But with mine, the stitching, the stitching was bad. It was okay. like thick. And so, I remember at that time, I think if your F01s was real, it would say made in Vietnam or something like that. And I think mine said that too. So anyway, 
I quickly calculated them shoes was fake and I literally gave them away and never like, and then I was so ashamed cause I really was like making money at the time. So why couldn't I just spend 20, 30 more dollars to get some real ones? That's what I'm saying. It was just, the, it was just the, the, the discount, like. Or something. We think we just don't found the hookup spot. Like I remember really thinking we don't came, we don't found this hidden gem in, in the hood of MLK. Wow. Oh Jesus. Yeah, so, also, I, I ain't one no fake designer. I just definitely, I, like to this day, I feel subconscious. Like if I get something, if I were to get something that wasn't real, I don't even think I would wear it because I would just think like when I go out, like people are going to know that this is fake. Yeah, no, heck yeah. And even if you can't see it to your eye, there is somebody who knows. Because I remember when I used to tell people that somebody had on fake Jordans and they'd be like, how you know? I'm like, don't you wear them? Like, because you know, now to the point, you wear something, like if you know a product, you can, like like Jordans, you can just look at the, when I work at the Ugg store, I can spot fake Uggs right away. Right away. Yeah. The stitching, the color, the shade, the thickness, the way they stand. It's just so many things about it. And nobody had to school me on that. I just saw enough Uggs to be like, uh-uh, sweetie, you got them from Alibaba. <laughs> and I don't like that. But no, what's funny is I have a um a Damier-esque makeup case. Do you oh yeah. But what's fun, I swear to God, I never got it because it looked like Louis Vuitton. I got it because it was cheaper than the one that I wanted. And I'm like, I'm gonna just get this one. And it was like $14, but literally it has never left my bathroom. So I was about to say you don't need a house, so that ain't nothing. That ain't like something else like and it's got a whole tag on it that don't even say Louis Vuitton. Flexing with it, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, come on now, I'm not even into designer like that. And a few designer stuff I got, honey, I ain't paid much for it, but it's real. Yes, you did. <laughs> you paid much for it, but not the full price, maybe. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I, um, cause it's fake. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> all right, man. So no, this is gonna be a, a wild card episode. Um, do you have like an ideal date? Like, what would be a date that you would just like that would make your day? I think about this very often, actually. Let me see. I have a lot. Like, I say, you ever go places or see stuff? Oh, that would be a cool date. No, um, I already did it before. <laughs> nah, for real, for real. Y'all be on some shit. <laughs> um, I honestly, I've never went on a trip with somebody I was dating, like a vacation. So okay. I would love to see how that feels to just go on a trip with somebody who I'm in a relationship with. Like, I never been on a vacation before, ever. Went to New Orleans. That wasn't a vacation, sis. That was, all my friends was there. Oh, we all right. in the same car. <laughs> I got you. So yeah. and we stayed in the same place. It wasn't no vacation. Believe it or not, I really have not gone on many dates outside of relationships. Like I never really had a dating. All the dudes I would come across would be a kick it at the house type of dude. And mm. so I only, so whenever I was, so whenever one of them kicking at the house, let me not say this. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's really what it was. And so, um, except my current relationship, we did have a date and it was a cute, we went to an ice cream shop. You know, that's my, <laughs> that's all it took. <laughs> but one thing I do, uh, one thing I've learned anyway that I appreciate, especially about maybe like first dates is somewhere we can actually like talk and get to know each other. Like, I don't know why people think the movies is a good date, but it's an awful date. Because literally all that's going to happen is you're going to be in there, get your little poom poom played with. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you're going to go home and then talk on the phone on the way home. And it's just like, what do we do to get to know each other? Now, I know in a previous relationship, we went on a date to go bowling. And that was fun because it's kind of competitive. And so you get to kind of see people's personality, if they're a sore loser or if they even have, you know, 
effort um inside of them but i just think that it just needs to be something where you could just talk and get to know each other i think maybe going to the park like like i think a lot of people put pressures on really romantic first dates but and it's all about preference but i actually don't mind going to the park and going bike ride or just somewhere where there is something that can spark conversation like if you go to piedmont park i mean you see like water and ducks you can talk about places yeah. around the city you know just something that can just spark get to know each other but i think that people don't really know how to date so they don't do so like that because they just want to like stunt a little bit yeah, everything is a photo moment, and not saying that there's nothing wrong with that, because I'm a, the type of person where I love to look back at photos and just, you know, reminisce on times where it was, you know, I went to this place, whatever, but I think that people nowadays post pictures and do certain things just to get, like, cloud off of Reaction. it, like, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. like, I went here with, my man did this, da, 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 da. and it's not really genuine to me. Yeah. It's like, do you really like that, or you just trying to please people so people can know that your man will spend $200 on a date. Because, you know, that was a whole topic on Twitter yeah. once. Oh, that's so stupid, but just know we haven't. Um, look, <laughs> how, how, soon, how soon do you, like, try to take a picture with the person you dating? I always think that's such uh, an awkward thing to do the first time. I'm on my Alicia, to be <laughs> honest. Um, I've had some bad experiences in the past twice. Um, where I had, I, I was online posting who I was dating and we, you know, whatever. We can have pictures together, but these going in our photo. No, album. that's what I mean. I mean like pictures in general, just to have your phone. Like how soon do you do that? Um, I, I mean, honestly, you can go, because this, I think it's romantic to, to like say for instance, say if you got married, right. And you had kids. I think that it would be cool to show your kids like this was our first date. I don't see nothing wrong with going on a first date and y'all take pictures. Like if y'all go to dinner and it's a nice background or whatever, and y'all take a picture together. Uh, I don't see nothing wrong with that. No, I don't see anything wrong with it either. But now I'm thinking like, is it does it depend on how soon y'all took your first date? Because I think that if you just like let's say you you text somebody y'all like okay cool well let's meet up and go on this date. I mean I knew you for a couple of weeks or a couple of days. Do I take a picture or is this more so like we've been talking on the phone? I really like you. I guess for for me just for me I always feel awkward to take that first date. Well, ironically in my situation he took the first picture so I was like Phew, here we go. Yeah yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it might have took a couple months. Like it didn't really it really took a while. But yeah I just always think about that. And then I guess when you do take that picture, you do need to establish, like, does this go on the internet? Because some people don't want to be, you know. Don't post going... me. Yeah. Like, I, I I, I've gotten into arguments with people about that because I'm like, don't. And I, I think they, they took it as if I don't want to be seen with them. Or yeah, I think or that you got something to hide. Either I got something to hide or that, I don't know. Because people seem to always bring up my job and what I do in conversations for some reason. But I'm like, are you mad about it or? Like, yeah, it's just the, and that's the, but that's what's, and that's that's the sucky part about dating, right? Because it, I mean, all that is aligned around trust, but so many people are trifling that you just only, you just assume everybody's telling the same lie. <laughs> I know I did. I mean, it's like, why wouldn't you want to post me? Like, what you mean? But now I'm in a place where I'm just like, why? Why do I need to? And it's not even because to me, like I always say, like posting. I mean, you can post who you want to post your, on your um social medias, but I think that when people flood. It's just like them convincing themselves that they got something good going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, niece. All right, next on the docket. Wet ASS Pussy came out with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. What? Could you say WAP? WAP, I know. WAP. Um, so, okay, first of all, my first thoughts, I did not like the song like that at first. I do, I do like it, but 
you know, I'm a, I instantaneously attract the trap music when it's not trap music. I just got to like hear it in a car or something. But anyway, I stayed up at midnight for the video release. I like the video. I do like the song. And then uh, for, ever since 12.01 midnight, people just been debating about how nasty the song is. And it's just yeah. over the top. And why Kylie Jenner in the video and what, 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 literally. Um, so first things first, I want to ask you, like, what are your thoughts on just people feeling like the song is too explicit? Um, let's see. Boosie came out with a song a few months ago called Nasty, and I hear people singing the lyrics and not talking about what he's talking about in the song. He's literally saying the most raunchiest shit ever in that song. Not to me, not to just pinpoint him out, but dudes always talk about, like, even with um, Lucci, he got this song Wet that just came out not that long ago. It's very raunchy. Um, I don't understand why men can't comprehend the fact that women are can be just as sexual as them, if not more. And I, I mean, I, I try not to speak on a lot of situations dealing with women because for one, I don't, I'm not a woman and then I don't date them. So I don't really know too much, but I just listen to what my female friends talk about and you know, their issues. I just understand that like, it's not even that deep. It's a song. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. It's not even that serious. It's not. I don't know why people don't, I don't know why people have to have think pieces about stuff like that. And like, um, even dating back to, the early 1920s and 30s, it was, they were making sexual songs like that. So why is it now? I'm people sure, are having sex. Now, I'm, like, why is it, have, like, I don't get it. Like, I understand, you know, you want you don't want your kids to do that or listen to that type of stuff. But realistically, they got to grow up one day and they're going to learn about that type of stuff. It just doesn't make sense to me that this is, this is causing so much controversy. And out of all people, I seen that little comment that, CeeLo made earlier and it just kind of threw me off because I'm like you know back in the day Outkast and um Outkast and uh Stankon what what was they what was the Stankonia that was a record that was that record label name well I think that's what um I don't know if that if you mean Dungeon Family Dungeon Family I'm sorry like they they Dungeon Family used their like album covers used to be very explicit like I remember looking at uh, a lot of album covers and it was like black girls with afros and titties out and all that sort of stuff you know what i'm yeah. saying why are you coming in with our, like what this my thing people number one i think that people have become so overly aware of every little thing that now everything is an issue also it's so interesting how people act like when they like these days and i see this a lot oh nobody's ever did this before i heard i saw an article where somebody said that drake invented rapping and singing okay we're gonna <laughs> We're going we're gonna to hang that one to dry, but I'm just, you know, sharing an example. But first of all, like you said, there is music, there's music that we can find right now in the, in the, in the, in the 30s, in the 20s or whatever the case is, talking very explicitly. Yeah. There were female rappers, singers, male rap. I mean, 2 Chainz said left hand on the steering wheel, right hand on that pussy. And yeah, and the, but that was not a problem. Like, I, to me, this song, nothing about this song shocked me. Nothing was made me, made me like clench my bra strap. Like, I just didn't, like, nothing about it made me feel like outraged. And I hate that people, I hate that people try to use the, oh, it's children that listen to your music. Listen, this is the real, I just, I think that there is a point where you do have to protect your children from certain things. But sex sells and it's always going to sell. You need to train up a child in the way they should go. And if they stray from that, I mean, that's just a decision they made. I be telling my boyfriend all the time. I grew up rapping Trina word for word, eight years old, looking. Yeah. 
and it ain't, I mean, I don't know, did it negative, negatively impact me? I don't think so. I'm still a quote unquote wholesome gal. And that just is what it is. Somebody tweeted that the other day, said they grew up listening to Look and Matrina and 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 to be honest, they scared to make an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I said, period. Like that, listening to that music doesn't make you turn into it. It does is. not. Now it might expose you to more things, but the music is not raising your children and kids. People, this is a this is a there are billions of people on this planet. And to think that you can be the one that shields them from all the stuff that exists is not realistic. It's just not. And I don't, and it's just not fair to help put that kind of pressure on an artist who was using their creativity to express something they want to talk about for how your child turns out. Yeah. That's not their fault. And it won't be their fault. Cause just like they rapping about that, I'm pretty sure you got some pictures at Freak Nick. Period. I got pictures at Freak I'm just playing now. You probably don't. Oh my nose oh. itching. Sorry. All right. So for the final topic, I wanted to talk about um, a basically um, I saw something that happened. I don't really want to say what it was because it might be a little problematic, but it made me think just about like how a lie can negatively impact someone or maybe ruin an experience, I'll say. And so I want to ask you about a particular lie that somebody may have told that just ruined something for you or you just kind of was like taken aback. Like, excuse me? I've probably been getting lied to since I was like four years old. So I'm trying to just think about like a particular lie. I know I was. I was lied. As soon as I came out the womb, I was getting lied to. Uh, I remember as early as back as I was like four years old, my sister used to tell me that um, that she was eating barbecue chips. In reality, they were like hot. So... <laughs> I used to think that they were so pretty because, I mean, you know, when you little, you just get fascinated by, like, colors. So, imagine you looking at a fire red chip, like potato chip, and you're also selling you this barbecue, and you're like, oh, I want to try it. And I'm four, so she giving me that damn chip, and I would eat it, and it would just be so fucking hot, but I just grew <laughs> to love it. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> like, I remember my sister used to put hot sauce on her chicken. I wanted to try it, and I was five years old. I never get into hot sauce when I was a kid. I, I ate that hot sauce, and ever since then, I just ate it. See, train up a child in the way that you go. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to see stuff as an adult. Like, I have people lie about really weird stuff that I just don't understand, and it's, it doesn't turn me off. Well, I, I, it does turn me off. I'm lying. Let me just give an example. Okay. I've had people in my life, I'm not going to say which part of my life because it's going to give too much info, but I have people tell me that they are allergic to certain things instead of just saying that they um <laughs> they don't <laughs> like them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yes, see... It's like, I know exactly what you mean. You know, and I, I think that it's just, it's just like a coping mechanism to not look problematic because you know that you complain a lot about stuff, I think. So you so start just coming up with excuses so people can look at you differently, but they know you lying. Yeah, so um with that being said, um if you're gonna tell people um that you are allergic to things like nuts and um seafood, different things like that, just make sure that it adds up. If you're allergic to nuts and you're not really allergic, if you're allergic to nuts, you can't really, you can't eat Chick-fil-A. You can't eat a whole lot of stuff. They they fry their food in peanut oil. Um, So, (laughs) that's all I gotta say about that. And also, if you're allergic to to seafood, 
even if you pick the seafood out your food, you still gonna have a reaction. <laughs> so I'm gonna just leave that out. So I, that really stopped that that alone really stopped me from inviting people out to dinner in certain places because um it's irritating. Like I just I can't just say you don't like it or you don't want to do it. Yeah. It's cool. So, so there are some people that we know. There are actually multiple people that me and you both know that are pathological. Let's just liars. say that this this um episode is problematic already. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. Let's go. OD, open discussion, baby. <laughs> Line is problematic. Okay, so so we went to school with some pathological lies. Like people like it's so crazy how people's behaviors as a child, like follow them through their adult ways like they literally are the same people and it's so funny because anyway so i'm gonna use this story that has scarred me it scarred me very much early on and it really ruined you know my perception of people okay so when 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 we were young i i had the biggest obsession with bow wow like i loved him i wanted really i never noticed I had this, I just, anything that was affiliated with him, I wanted to be a part of. So at at one point I had never seen Bow Wow in person before. I never seen his, like we couldn't afford tickets to go to concerts. So I never like did nothing that I could never go where he was at. So anyway, there were three, two girls that I hung with in middle school. And one day I was on the phone with one of them. And the third one called us on three way and was basically like, Oh my God, y'all, did y'all hear me on the radio just now? And we was like, no, because we really didn't. And um, long story short, she basically kicked it like she had won some Bow Wow tickets to um to his concert. He had a concert coming up for his new album. I think this is when Doggy Bag came out. So anyway, she kicked it like she won some tickets to this concert. And we all excited. Somehow she got three tickets, which is interesting to me because I had one tickets off the radio before and they only give you two. But I ain't really tripped because I'm like, hey, Bow Wow, what's good? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so um, we all on three-way. And then she calls the radio station um, on her end. And she's like, hey, y'all, it's me, the Bow Wow girl. She she didn't call at the station like with their recorder. She called like their administrative side. And so none of this seemed unfamiliar to me because I had actually won tickets off the radio before. I had won tickets to see Lil' Romeo. And so I know how that process works. So anyway, she, um, and this I'm just telling you this because I'm going to point out how I should have, something was like iffy anyway. So she was like, hey, it's me, the Bow Wow girl. So what do I need to do? Come get my tickets. And so the, the lady just like gave her the information. Like, you can come down to the station. You need to do this, do this, do this. Okay, cool. Now, mind you, when you win stuff off the radio once they take you off the live air they'll play a song you on the phone with them and they're telling you right then and there what to do to reclaim it so they're not the radio doesn't just like the, the call doesn't just drop because they got to tell you what to do to claim your prize and so anyway i remember her calling and i'm just like why she just not calling they should have been told her so anyway so we we get our plans together. This is the day of the concert. How are we gonna get there? We in middle school. We don't have a car. So her cousin, um, who lives in Rex, Georgia, picks us up, and um, we go down to the radio station to pick up these tickets. Okay. <laughs> the radio station don't know us. Okay. <laughs> no. They don't know her. They don't know me, and they barely know Bow Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now uh we confused all right and we upset because number one my mama didn't even want me to go down with this stranger to go see bow i had to beg her beg okay to be even allowed to spend night at somebody else's house to go to this concert so now we like confused like, how oh, long- i do remember this now because when mm-hmm. you was telling me the other day i didn't remember it when you said y'all spent the night there i remember that 
Yes. And so mind you now, the night we went to the um we went to get the tickets the day of the concert, which was red flag number ten thousand. But that whole night leading up to the day of the concert, we played Bow Wow album from beginning to end on repeat. Okay, on repeat. Oh, we're gonna know these lyrics. That's what we told. We was like, we're gonna know these lyrics anyway. To keep them rambling, we uh we found out that we ain't got no tickets and we don't know what to do. So we just like pissed off. We going off all this other stuff. Blah 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 blah. And then we find out that um the concert the basically to get in the concert all you needed was a copy of the CD. <laughs> Red flag number ten thousand and nineteen. Oh, hundred million. So now we like what? All you need is a CD. So now I'm thinking like, well, how? What tickets was she talking about? If all we needed was a CD, girl. So anyway, so now we riding around downtown trying to find a CD store that's open. It's a Sunday. They not open because this is like early in the day. I can't even remember what time the concert is supposed to start. But now we on a dummy mission to find CDs to get into a concert that we want tickets to go to. Yeah. So that didn't happen. We couldn't find nothing. And then um, we go home. And so two things happened. My cousin, whose mother worked at the venue, which was at City Hall, told me that she literally could have got us in. So now I'm real mad because I'm like, that she first of all she knew I was going so it wasn't even it wasn't even a matter of me like I didn't know the real like she I could have had I known that her mama worked there I could have been like hey can, like can you get us in okay cool whatever so now I'm real mad because I not only was this about to be my first time to see Bow Wow but I could have still seen him had I just been able to you know what I'm saying peel off yeah then I tell my mama what happened I'm like, man, mama, we she won these tickets off the radio. The radio station didn't get us the tickets, blah, blah, blah. My mama really, honestly, if you tell my mama an inch of a story that somebody did you wrong, she's going to spaz on them for you. And that's just really how it be. Oh, she called up there and went the F off, okay? Told them all this stuff. And, like, why y'all, these are kids, and they innocent, and they didn't win it. I'm sure them people was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But also, they could have been like, you know what? It could have been, it could have happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't send us, like, this little this little media kit with all this, like, radio station paraphernalia, like, tapes to movies, jackets, T-shirts, you name it. And what's funny, they really only gave her enough for me. <laughs> but anyway, so we get back to school and I talked to friend number two who was with us. And she was like, you know, she lied about that. Like, you know, that really wasn't even true. What happened? Like, we was on a three-day dummy mission. Oh, my God. How, you, how do you do that? How do you just lie that much that you get your family involved? How do you have, how are you that comfortable? How are you like for real? And it's so crazy. She had a whole intricate like rep, like she could repeat back the the whole phone conversation on the radio and all this stuff. Man, I was so doggone mad, man. You know how much I used to love Bow Wow. Like I really, and to this day, this girl is a compulsive liar and never stopped. She used to lie about where she was from, about her how many siblings she got. She just is out of her goddamn mind. Oh my god, I remember that. I think that that's terrible. I think honestly that that's a mental illness. Oh, um, it is. Just to just to know liars, and coming from you know being a child and even uh, my adult life, I definitely told like little white lies. But just looking at people that lie on a constant basis, I mean, for no reason, it it just made me to the point where I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I realize how dumb that sounds and looks. So let me just not. Listen, we both we know people who don't fake people's deaths. They don't fake accidents. They don't fake like. I mean, it's it's to the point where it's literally un- like I literally could say, "Hey," and they be like, "I just won a lotto," and I'm just like, "Why are you?" Like you ain't have to say nothing. I remember this once, um, and don't you say nothing. Just just touch and agree. I'm sorry. Okay. 
you'll understand why when I say this. Okay. <laughs> I remember this one time, this boy, he had lied on these group on this group of people. And so um the group of people had found out. And in order for the um he he ended up like trying to reverse it back on them so they could feel bad for him. And so he had posted like pictures online trying to um pretend that he was about to kill himself. So he he poured like ketchup on his arm and oh. um (laughs) and like a knife and put like really devilish music on his myspace page and um uh (laughs) like (laughs) he put like these crazy quotes on there and i'm just like wow (laughs) i remember yeah (laughs) you remember that like ketchup oh god it's like bruh this is ketchup is considered a sociopath let me google what yes it is a sociopath a psychopath a attention path a weird path life path number path listen i remember that i didn't know that they put music on their page oh yeah it was like some really sad de- <laughs> like demonic music and they do that often to this day and how long ago was that a long time ago yeah um, I also had another situation. I've had I, now because now that we're on the subject, everything's just falling into my lap. Because at first I'm like, I don't know if I know, but oh, I got some stuff. So there's this one person like I don't. I've I've learned to not hold grudges. Like I really try to just yeah, I've grown out of that too. Like m- move past stuff, but um, there's this one individual um, that I don't think that I will ever in life just. No, because you lied to me. So this boy wanted to date my ex-boyfriend while we were together. He wanted to date him so bad that he went and told him that me and him used to talk and we had sex outside of my, um, outside of a Walmart, I'm not Walmart, some, some like alley or something. Let me tell you something. During this time, I was living with my sister. I was not out and I was not even dating boys if i can remember i wasn't even like sleeping with boys at that time because i was just you know i was just like so cautious about what i did he made up the whole story only to date up i'm not even gonna go there because it's all but it's just like you wanted to date him so bad that you would make a lot of say we had sex with each other and then made the scenario so extra like oh it was outside and this place outside with a car and all that stuff. I'm like, that is so. No, I don't have my 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 party light on. I don't like that. That's so crazy to want to date somebody that bad. Like you, this must be your soulmate. You doing all that? Are they still together? They never dated. <laughs> For what was the reason? That's what I'm saying. They never even dated. To be honest, and he changed his name on Facebook to his last name and everything. Like it was a manager thing. That is crazy. Man, you know what's so crazy? When I was little, I definitely used to tell a lot of lies, but I have learned, it's going to sound a little deep, but I did learn later on in life that I used to lie because I wanted attention from my mama. So I would just lie on stuff so she could like turn up on my behalf. Cause I just wanted her to like show that she cared. So I'm just like, I know my mom gonna come up here and cuss them out. So let me say this happened. But now looking back, it was so embarrassing. Cause I did used to get confronted about my lies by like teachers and stuff. But and I used to feel embarrassed because it wasn't nobody confront you about it, huh? 
Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I had so many teachers. I'm, and it's, it used to be bad. I had a terrible childhood. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I, am, I don't miss none of that junk. But I definitely had teachers who would confront me and just be like, you know, Alicia, why did you lie? And it wasn't like in a negative way. They genuinely was trying to teach me a lesson. Like, why did you lie about this? And I'd just be like, I don't know. And I didn't know either. But when I got older, I realized I just was doing it for attention. Mm. So do you think, so, so it, like, just to kind of figure out the root of it, and I know we not, um, uh, psychologists or anything but do you think that that's the root behind liars like they do that to get attention or do they just do that like what is it i think a lot of them yes because sometimes you know sometimes people do things for attention to fill a void but that void will never be filled so they just keep doing it and just becomes a behavior like a pattern like and it's just like like people who lie and pretend like they have really nice things because they want to like they want to be accepted they want to have a certain demeanor about them but is really just to fill a void of something they actually can't do. And then, I mean, and I don't even know if people, like some people, they just can't stop doing like the person that lied about them Bow Wow tickets. She still be lying about everything. Every, she lies about everything. The people that we knew growing up that were pathological liars are still pathological. Listen, that's what I'm saying. It was another person that we used to kick it with who I think she was the first compulsive liar I ever met. And then that's when the, this was also in middle school. And it's just so crazy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just so crazy to me. It's just like, it doesn't make sense. And even the person that we know right now who lies a lot, it's to the point where some, when something major happens to this person, we don't even know if it's true or not. Like, what are we supposed to believe? You don't burn every believable bridge ever. And then this is what I don't like. And um, when this person would start stuff, they would cause such a big scene to create people to feel bad for them. And that's their way of feeling better, feeling better about it. Like, they'll start a bunch a mess off of some lies they get called out about it and now they want to cry and talk about how their daddy left them and went to prison and all this other stuff which is also a lie but so people can feel bad for them and then like not be so hard on them i said all the liars can just suck my ass at this point i'm not dealing yeah it's so crazy man it just doesn't make sense i wish if you're listening right now please tell us a story of somebody lie i think this is this actually can be really funny so i need to know i know we're the only ones that know some lie camilton roy ain't the only one to produce lies there's some more y'all out there (laughs) um gwinnett produces some lies too oh i believe now i know for a fact because they be they up there thinking they in the hood now make that make sense I don't know what's going on over there. I never seen. I I consider people who um are fake hood liars as well. So oh, they definitely are. They pose. They they on their new new. She would. Yeah, I don't like that. That that fake hood, John. I really take personally. Oh God, I, mean, I really. I, mean, do. I I don't think that people understand like the the. I mean, because the aesthetic is cool, and I get it. Like the you know you want to look gangster and then you like the style you like the the lingo um you like the music that comes from hood i get it but it's so much trauma that people like to this day including myself that i can't even get rid of and that that happened while i was living in the hood and just to think about like the type of things that my mom have to had to do to like survive in the fucking hood like i remember when i remember a point where we had to like boil water for like three months because we didn't have hot water because my mom couldn't afford it oh let me tell you this is what we used to do when our water would be out we would get one of them little things where you can go to the um sewer hole in the front of the yard and turn the water on temporarily and so we would do that so we would turn it on so we can have to run the water to um like if we need to take a shower then the gas would be off so we have to boil the water yeah. to, um to have a hot in bath microwave, yeah in a mixing and- bowl 
Yes. And on top of that, once we were done, because our water was off, we had to take that same bath water and pour it down the toilet because the water pressure will make the toilet flush. But if your water is off, you can't even flush the toilet. Now, if you went through that, then maybe you might deserve some little accolades, but I don't like that. And then thing, it's just so crazy. Like people, it's just like you said, it's just like it's more than an aesthetic. Like this is a lifestyle. And I don't need no sympathy because I'm living well now. But it's just so crazy the stuff that you really do go through living in the hood, and people just take what they see off of it and they want to like carry that on. I'm not doing it at all. Period. Let me say something. One time we didn't have no lights or no gas, and we had, but we had a grill. We used to cook on a grill. We had got like a seven dollar grill from Maxway, and we would barbecue scrambled eggs. Let me say something. The best eggs I ever had. If you ain't had no barbecue eggs, <laughs> you ain't living. Something about that smoke. Your mama barbecued the eggs on the grill. We we would um use a cast iron skillet and we would put it on top of the um. And honestly, when we did this, we that's actually gourmet as fuck. Listen, that what I'm saying. The hood is innovative while y'all out here stealing. But yeah, it was so good. And I literally remember to this day how it tastes. And I'm like, oh, we need to always cook it like this. I remember not even having a grill and we had to make one out of some some bricks that was in the backyard and some period. <laughs> for real it's just so crazy and I mean, it ain't even nothing like i don't obviously i don't need no sympathy nothing like that but it, like you said it's just so crazy like people who didn't even struggle want to struggle so bad and it's like it's not it built, if character, I about- tell you something. it built character though because a lot of stuff that i deal with today i know how to i know how to maneuver through life because of quickly yeah like yeah, no setbacks i can't be finessed and don't nothing hold me down, like have me held back for real i'd be like okay honey, this ain't nothing so people like all right i'm like girl all you have to do is this this and this and this like, exactly get out like, how do you know that i'm like i'm sorry from the hood this is- <laughs> right. you gotta be creative honey yeah all right so i want to um talk about our black business of the week this week and it's it so it is a business but it's more so an artist so her name is reina noriega she's an afro latina artist but no so reina noriega is an artist and a lot of her work is centered around like um a faceless character and her work is beautiful y'all so i actually discovered her going to iCanvas.com. I was looking for some new artwork in my house and then they had an artist spotlight and Raina was one of them. And she, I mean, not only is she beautiful, but she's just so freaking dope. Like I'm going to put her information in the episode notes, but please check out her work and please support her. I'm going to order some more prints from her. But one thing that's, that's really cool is today she announced on Twitter that she designed some merch for the WAP um, merch shop. So I know. And it's so interesting because to be honest, the merch is a little bit off from her traditional art, but it's so cool. It's just so cool. And I just, she is dope. And I, and it's usually when I see, like, I don't normally follow people on Instagram, (laughs) but I just am so intrigued by her that I just like love seeing her post. She's super cool. So if y'all get a chance, please check out Renan Oriega. Super dope. Buy some art if you can. She got free wallpapers if you want to have some stuff on your phone. I think her stuff is very fairly priced. She's got scarves, masks, earrings, you name it. But she is really freaking dope. Do you have anything else you want to share with the people before we go? Um, no, I'm I'm fine. Okay. Well, all right, y'all. Thank anything. you. So I don't have anything coming up. I'm very busy, building busy these days. Okay. Okay. And if y'all let some leasing agents. Work at some leasing offices, some luxury apartments, and then call me. Please and thanks. <laughs> Get my boy a roof, man. Thank you. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. It's been another episode. It's been, what's this, the 85th? Hold on, let me confirm. Yes. Oh, 84. Well, it would have been 85. All right. So thank you so much for listening to the 84th episode of OD Podcast. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.